You are listening to Born to Create, a podcast that celebrates the richness of free thinking through creativity, entrepreneurship, and the advancement of the Madison community. It's hosted by yours truly, Richard Jones Jr. and Carla Williams, and it's sponsored by Ali Arranged Media. Check it out. My name is Carla Williams. I'm the host of Born to Create. And I am Richard Jones. And today we're featuring Shantae Lackey. That's how you pronounce it, right, Lackey? Yeah. Okay, we're featuring Shantae Lackey. Hey, Shantae. (laughs) (laughs) We're grateful to have you today. We're talking with the self-acclaimed brand guru here in Madison. How are you doing today? I'm good. How are you guys? I'm doing all right. I'm doing all right. Excited to be here. So, can you tell us a little bit about what you do? Um, so, basically, I help businesses create a digital space that they can call home. Um, yeah, just kind of help out wherever I can when it comes to, you know, the digital space and making sure everything flows correctly, things like that. Um, I used to do a lot of graphic designing, but I just, recently switched um, focus just to web design and stuff. What made you decide to switch? Um, I saw that my strength was more in web design. Um, it's kind of like my playground. Um, I do like uh, graphic design too, but I think my, my strength is in web design um, right now. So yeah. is you started out at MATC, right? Mm-hmm. So can you tell us about the transition from being a student to being a professional? Uh, yep. So I started out in human service, um, the human service industry, and then I switched to front-end web development. And I seemed, you know, I seemed to like it a lot. Um, then I went to the U- the YWCA. They had, like, a program um similar to the one at MATC, and um, it just kind of transitioned very slowly um, into working at, like, my own agency, Um, and then I kind of started taking, like, odd jobs, and I just recently, like, within the last year, signed on to a couple different agencies um, outside of mine just to kind of work at. Um, it, It hasn't been the smoothest ride but it's it's getting smoother um yeah so what made you want to get into uh web design and web development in the first place um honestly i used to do it for fun and i didn't know what i was doing was like an actual thing i was just kind of playing around on the computer um and so one day someone was like, you know, hey, people would pay for that. And I was like, oh, you know, that's kind of cool. So I started looking into it and um, found web development and graphic design. Whenever I think of like web development and graphic design, I always think of MySpace. Did you have a MySpace? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, I feel like that was that, yeah. was that was everyone's like soft intro to coding. For sure. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Definitely. So um, when you had your MySpace, uh, did you spend time um, doing some coding? Did you did you like to customize your uh, your page a lot? 
Yes, yes. Uh, if I remember correctly, the um, the page had like music and yeah. different banners and colors, pictures and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Did you ever have the words like yeah. raining down from the top of the page? Oh my goodness! <laughs> I used to have that. Yeah. I used to have that. <laughs> so, so now, like, outside of doing what you do professionally, what are things that motivate you to? To be an entrepreneur, what are ways or, or places for you that made you decide, I don't want to join a larger company. I want to do this on my own. Um, I think just watching everyone around me and how they operate and just noticing that, you know, the nine to five, it, it's a it's it's good. Um, it just wasn't for me, I don't think. Um, I don't know. It's just a good question. It just, it didn't seem like my thing. Um, if that answers your question. I know when I think about entrepreneurship, I think about like generational wealth. Or I think about like wanting to be able to have something that I can be like, hey, my friend is unemployed. I can offer her a job or something like that, you know? So for you, what are driving forces for you to keep doing it? Or are there are there motivations other than feeling like it's not like a nine to five, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Um, so I would say I want to have something to leave um, for my little sister. She's uh, she's 11, so she still has time. Um, to uh, kind of take over the business, I think. Um, and, yeah, if, if, if I had, you know, a large um, agency or whatnot, um, and I had a friend that, you know, was in need of a job, I would like to be able to do that as well. Um, yeah. So over the course of you being in entrepreneurship, are there things that you, you've learned or gems you want to share with other people? Um, I would say to keep going no matter what, um, and learn how to protect your energy. Um, that's a good one. I've been learning over the last, hmm? Oh, I'm sorry. I said that's a good one. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Um, yeah, just protect your energy because, like, I've learned over the past year that, um, some people that are proud of you uh, can change, I guess. That's a good way to put it. Um, and, yeah, just, just keep going no matter what. Like, with entrepreneurship, there's days when you feel like giving up. Then there's days that, you know, you're just, like, on the moon. Um, it's it's kind of like a roller coaster. And um, at the end of it, it's, it's, it's all worth it, I think. So. Yeah, I love that. You know, when you're an entrepreneur, some days you love it and everything seems to be working out perfectly. Some days you hate it and everything is going wrong. Some days you got a lot of money and a lot of success. Some days it feels like you're stuck. Um, so, yes, definitely um, keep going. Um, as we are asking questions about like advice that you could give to other people, um, I know that you tend to work a lot with small businesses. And so I was wondering if you could give um, maybe some marketing 
or some 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 internet tips uh, that could help small businesses? Um, what are some things that they could do in their own capacity to boost their own marketing strategies? I would say Canva. Um, it's a graphic design website that um, really makes you know designing um, a little bit easier for people who you know generally wouldn't um, do that. But like you can create your own marketing materials and stuff like that. Um, definitely take advantage of like social media and stuff. Um, you can create those materials on Canva as well. Um, I would definitely say take advantage of all of the free resources like email marketing, text, um, text messaging, uh, clubhouse, um, your different social media um, platforms. LinkedIn is a really good one um, for like, you know, small businesses and stuff, um, even freelancing. And, um, the other one, TikTok. Um, TikTok just came out fairly recently within the last couple of years, and it's a um, it's a it's a game changer, I think. Um, so I just just take advantage of all the three, the free resources that they have. There are ones that you can pay for, but um, there's also ones that are free. Um, awesome. Okay. Yeah. At the top. Uh, so. Yeah, I think that was dope. Thank you so much. Um, so can you tell us, uh, the name of your company and then can you tell us why you chose that name? Yeah. So, um, I've been through several name changes and I was just trying to find like me basically. So I chose my middle name and it's Jen Ica. Um, and it doesn't really have a specific meaning other than it's me. Um, and I just feel like it's a little bit more personable. Like the other names that I've had, they were kind of just bland. Um, and this is more me just because of, you know, my middle name. Um, and then the brand guru, the, the brand guru part, you know, because I like branding and I feel as though I'm a guru at it. Um, although I do have, you know, stuff to learn, but uh, yeah, that's, Yo, I really, I really yeah. love that. Um, I love the fact that you made it more personable, right? Because um, as an entrepreneur, right? Yes, you are offering services, but all in all, you are, you know, you're offering yourself, right? And so I love that, that, that personal connection. Earlier, you said that you have a sister. Do you have other siblings? No, just her. So having a younger yeah. sister and like, being in a predominantly male business, what are things that you would want to teach her so that she can, when, when it, her time comes, it's her turn to take over. What are things you would want to teach her? want to make sure that she knows or feels confident in, in being in a, a predominantly male driven field. Um, um, I was just going to say, she's actually a creative herself. She draws really, really well. Um, so like the last couple of years, I've just been trying to teach her more of the business side of it. Um, as I learned about stuff um, and how to just, you know, operate, you know, in the field. Um, I just want to make sure she's ready for any obstacles that come. Um, we do a lot of, uh, since it's COVID, we do a lot of like Zoom 
um, chats and stuff, and, like, she'll sit in on, like, uh, consultations and just, you know, learn how I handle customers and things like that. Um, but, yeah, I'm, I'm trying to introduce her to coding, but I'm, I'm not sure what they're yet. She, she enjoys the, um, the dress design part a lot. So earlier I was like kind of saying that this was kind of like a male dominated field. I guess when I think of coding or when I think of like computer science and things like that, that's what I think of. Do you feel like it's that way? Or have you had experiences that have made you feel like it was a male dominated field? In the beginning, yes. Um, that, so when I was at MATC, it was mostly um, males in my class. But when I got to YDBCA, they made, like, a big um, deal about, you know, putting more women and minority women um, in the class. So I think I just kind of got used to that environment. Um, but, yeah, definitely in most cases it's, it's filled with males. <laughs> um, but women, I think, are definitely, they're, they're, they're coming up. I, I think we're... We're coming up into the field, I think. Um, we kind of mutually agreed that that the field you're in is male-driven. Do you feel like being in a smaller city has helped you, or has it held you back? Um, I think it's helped me just because of the resources they have available in Madison um, for women in tech. Uh, they have a lot of... Uh, like meetups and stuff and networking events they can go to that are really focused on bringing women into uh, tech, um, specifically yeah, specifically coding. Um, I think if I were in a bigger city, it would be a little more challenging just because I'm not sure that they, as far as I know, it's, it's fairly new, um, the programs that they have. So I think Madison... Medicine does a really good job with, um, you know, placing those things in place so that we're all in the field or whatnot. Um, but, yeah, I think if I was in a bigger city, they um, wouldn't have as many opportunities. Um, yeah. Awesome. Okay. Okay. So um, as far as your career and your um, your company – um, where do you see yourself and where do you see your company in uh, 10 years? In 10 years, I see myself and my company um, downtown in Madison with a space, um, maybe a whole agency, um, maybe on like 100 in states. Um, full agency and just kind of working with still working with small businesses but maybe at a larger scale um, and have a lot of creatives that come from the community um, working there, you know, working within the community and stuff like that um, I definitely want to stay in Madison because I really like it um, I think that there's a lot you know, there's a lot of potential here um, there's a lot of talent. Um, so, yeah. So when you say uh, full agency, um, what does that mean? What does that look like? Um, just like 
So right now I'm kind of like a one woman show and I kind of wear many hats um, with a full agency, like have like a full marketing team, um, visual and audio and, you know, just, just um, more, more bodies um, instead of just, you know, just me um, and just handle more things like on the business side as well. Um, maybe have like a printing for a uh, part of the company. So do you feel like this is your legacy? Um, yes, I do. In what ways? I um, I've been searching for a long time, um, for like that thing that was, that was mine or that was me. Um, and I think this is it. I feel that this business, um, will eventually become that legacy. I mean, it's not there yet because I'm still building it, but, um, I think become my legacy and I hope that my sister will take it over when the time comes. Yeah. So growing up, did you always like have this level of confidence or just or drive or was it something that you had to grow into? It was definitely something that I had to grow into. Um, I originally wanted to go into human services um, just because it was kind of like a family business. But um, I kind of just started trying different things and my confidence grew as my skills grew. Um, and, yeah, so it's definitely something I had to learn, um, yeah, learn to do. What are ways that you learned it? I know for me personally, like the person that I am now, and I think about the person that I was maybe like in high school or even five years ago, it took like me going to college and having like a lot of rejection or just having people around me doing things. And I'm like, wow, why isn't it working out for me? Or things like that. For you, what were ways that kind of motivated you to be this person? Um, um, I guess I would say going to college and seeing, meeting all of the different types of people um, and seeing, you know, the different things that they're doing. Um, where I come from, everyone kind of just does one thing um and that's just that um when I got to college you know there was just there were so many different things that I wasn't aware of um that were out there and available so just kind of trying different things um and then of course you know failing sometimes um and learning from those mistakes and things like that I would say how do you feel about yeah. marketing? I always think about, when I think about entrepreneurship, I always think, sorry, networking. When I think of like entrepreneurship, the first thing I think of is networking. Like, do you feel like you're good at it? Because I know as a reporter for me, whenever I have to go out and meet new people or talk to new people, even like sending you an email, for me, it's like, oh goodness, hopefully they respond. Hopefully this isn't awkward. For you, what are those experiences like? Um. I am an introvert, so networking, um, it definitely was interesting. 
um, when I first started. Um, it's something that I had to get used to because being an entrepreneur, you kind of not survive off of network networking, but you know, it's, it's a big part of it. Um, and like marketing and stuff like, um, sending out an email and cold calling and stuff like that. Um, it's just something you have to, you know, get used to. Um, and after, you know, trying and doing it for so long, it, it kind of, it, you know, you kind of catch on to it a little bit. Um, it, it's still terrifying, um, especially when I'm cold calling, just because, you know, you don't, you don't know what the reaction is and things like that, but it's just kind of something you have to do. Um, yeah, there's just things in life that you just kind of have to just do. Uh, I think that's just one of those things. Also, when I think of like branding and things like that, I think of colors. If you had to describe yourself with one color, what color would you be and why? I would say fuchsia um, because it's subtle, but yet not so subtle. Um, it's unique. It's interesting. Um, yeah. Yeah. I always say fuchsia. I said fuchsia for a couple of years now. Nice. Um, so you um, you mentioned trying a lot, right? You mentioned um, going to college and trying. You mentioned cold calling and trying. Um, so I want to ask, um, you know, you've been on this journey for quite some time. What's uh, one mistake uh, that you've made um, and that you learned from? Hmm. Um... I would say wanting to wanting to do things for free um, is one mistake that I've learned from. Um, just because I enjoy what I do so much, and like when I'm on a call and I see that there's things that I could help out with, and you know, I could simply do them, you know, right there and, um, you know, for free and just get it done. Um, I've learned to, you know, stop and set something up and set an invoice and things like that. Um, so that I'm paid for my time, but like, I, I had the biggest issue with that, um, for a while just cause like, I like helping people and, you know, if it's something that I can do, I feel like I should just do it. Um, but yeah, I had to learn how to slow that down a lot. Um, Yo, I but, heard yeah. um, that you're supposed to uh, know your worth and add tax, right? Um, <laughs> and just from talking to you, um, you're very, very resourceful, right? You're very knowledgeable about your field. Um, I think you taught me something when we had the phone call in about two minutes. Like I was already taking notes. Like, wait a minute, this is good. I, I need to, I need to, you know, utilize this in my own walk. Um, so how did you overcome, um, you know, the, the routine of like doing things for free and actually starting to, um, charge what you're worth and to charge for your services? Um, I took a lot of, um, online courses, um, read self-help books for like entrepreneurs. Um, the biggest thing I think was my boss, um, her name is Tiffany Wyatt. 
and we had these consultation sessions and like she would spend like maybe two hours just kind of like you know like letting me know that this is something that I needed to stop doing um and just like just like you know, motivating me to um, charge my words, basically. Um, I think those consultation sessions really um, paid off. Um, I actually call her and tell her that. <laughs> but, yeah, I think she played a big part in that. Um, just She, she kind of acted like a business coach. Um, but, yeah, I think that is what it's called, a business coach. But, um, yeah, and then just kind of learning things on my own. Um, and just, yeah, just practice. Where are you from? Uh, Madison. Were you born and raised here? Mm-hmm. So what are things you do, like, for fun or to decompress or enjoy yourself? Like, what are, like, I, when I think of Madison, I always think of winter and cold or, like, especially right now. I mean, we're in this whole, like, 60 degrees, but also a possibility of freezing rain. What are things you do for fun or just <laughs> to enjoy yourself in such a place? Um, I like to get in the car and just, like, drive to random places um, and just, get out and walk around, um, clear my head. Like I said, I'm an introvert, so I don't really do, like, you know, clubs and stuff like that. So I'm more so just driving random places um, in Wisconsin and um, finding, you know, little places that, you know, are peaceful. Um, one place that I really like to go is uh, the Wisconsin Dells and, um go to like the cabins and stuff um not so much right now just because of covid everything's kind of shut down but um yeah before covid um that's more so what i would do also earlier you were kind of, we kind of talked about like your legacy in business do you have one in life i mean i guess when i think about richard i think about him always saying that he wants to make sure that things are prepared for the next generation or he's always talking about just helping the people around him what about you do you have a legacy like for life That's a good question. I don't think I've ever really thought about it. Um, I guess I would just say making sure that the next generation is ready um, for whatever the world throws at them. Um, making sure they're prepared. And, um, yeah, that's a good question. I don't think I've ever thought of that. It's so crazy that you guys would think about the next generation. I feel like going through this past year, I've been so focused on trying to make sure that I'm prepared for the next day. <laughs> <laughs> so it's amazing to hear you guys be so selfless. Also, I guess like in, my, in our final questions, we try to always ask everyone what their idea of creativity is. And we've heard you talk about being in business. We've heard you talk about all these things. What is creativity to you? Creativity to me is the ability to take a blank canvas and express whatever you're feeling 
do art on that canvas. Um, for me, my canvas would be like a blank uh, website um, that I can, you know, create, you know, whatever I'd like to on there. Um, yeah. I would say that. Just to be to be the ability to um, create whatever you're feeling, whatever is on your mind um, at the moment. I wanted to ask, um, are you hiring or, or, like, are there ways that you're looking for people to get involved with what you're doing? Yes. Um, I'm looking for some more graphic designers and uh, web designers and then... Um, I'm also looking for, like, some interns and um, some, like, a sales team um, eventually. So, yeah, I'm still putting that together on my website. But um, my hope is by, like, June is to have uh, everything set up on my website as far as, like, the hiring process and stuff. That's amazing. Um, So how can people contact you? Um, both for that and how can people um, connect to you um, about booking uh, services? Um, I always say either on my website or if you hit me on like social media, um, I always have my phone right next to me. Um, but my website is at uh, jenicathebrandguru.com or on Facebook, um, Shante Lackey. But yeah, either one of those. Um, I'm pretty active on social media. Um, so yeah, if you hit me on there, you'll pretty pretty much get a response back pretty fast. Um, I can attest to that. Um, I'm really excited that we're going to get to work with you. I'm really excited um, for this new website. Uh, just for the listeners out there, we are uh, working with Jenica, the brand guru, uh, to get a new website real soon. Uh, you will all get to see it. Um, I'm just really, really excited. Um, I highly recommend her and her services. Well, Thank you. Thank you. My name is Carla Williams, and you're listening to Born to Create. Um, And I am Richard Jones. Uh, Thank you all for listening. Uh, We have been hanging out with Shantae Lackey, and she was born to create. Take care, and we'll see you next time. Thank you, Shantae, for being here. We really appreciate you. Thank you for listening to Born to Create. We're your hosts, Carla Williams and Richard Jones, Jr., If you know of someone in the Madison community that should be featured on the show, send us an email at oddlyarranged at gmail.com. Make sure to subscribe to Oddly Arranged Media on all social media platforms to stay up to date on all things born to create. Thank you for listening and see you next time.